The following podcast is being pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. to another episode of Maximize Matters, episode 119, coming your way. And this one is going to be called, because again, again, we have to discuss about things that just drive me nuts. People just think, oh yeah, let's do things and get away with shit. But no, Mexi always notices and it will not not be discussed on the podcast. This one is called, and I announced it in advance, this is the, I never, ever, ever want to hear that LeBron never gets help in the NBA on whatever team he's on. Recent NBA news, Carmelo went to OKC. Now they have a big three, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and Carmelo. Woohoo! Also... D-Wade decided to buy out his contract with the Bulls, go to waivers, clear waivers, and join the Cavs. I don't want to hear that LeBron doesn't get any help. He is the person, out of all the people who are considered the GOAT, the greatest of all time, Bill Russell, Michael Jordan, Kobe, Tim Duncan, Shaq, he is the only one who year after year after year gets more help. And still doesn't win as many titles as he should for somebody who is the most gifted athlete out there. Uh, the best ever. Uh, yeah. About that. He's not clutch. And he literally drives his teammates away. A.K.A. Let's reference a podcast. You know, we have discussed before of how Kyrie finally decided, guess what? I want to do this on my own way. On my own. My own way. Because you're going to leave and go to L.A. next year. So. Kyrie's now in Boston. So, LeBron doesn't get any help, huh? All right. All right. Yeah. LeBron likes to stick his nose everywhere else when it doesn't belong. Comment on Trump. Comment on this. Hey, LeBron, how about you tell us how you convinced D-Wade to come to Cleveland? Hmm? Oh, but Macy, it's not fair. He's older. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's still good. And as a former three-time champion. And can put up points. And knows 
what to do. Again, you can't use the argument that these people are older when they join LeBron. First off, none of the teammates, except maybe one or two, are over the age of 33. And just like riding a bicycle, you never forget shit, okay? If you're talented and you know how to do shit right, you know, it doesn't magically go away just because you got older. Yeah, younger people have better abilities per se, but it takes time to develop championship caliber talents and abilities. And if somebody who has gone to many finals or has been in the championship game versus somebody who hasn't, yeah, they know how to compose themselves. So all these teammates that he has, yeah, we're right now in the middle of NBA training camp and teams have 20 players showing up to camp. They have to cut it down to 15. If Cleveland cuts their team down to 15 the way I think they are, the entire roster is stronger than basically any other roster of any NBA team that has ever won a title in their day. Case in point, let's look. I did some research, as always. Let's look at who LeBron has currently and who I think he's going to have on his team to help out. So this is, what, this is what's going to be the Cavs. LeBron James, Kevin Love, D. Wade, Derek fucking Rose and Isaiah Thomas. Oh, but Isaiah Thomas is not going to play until January. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure even without that, D. Rose, Wade, uh, LeBron, and Kevin Love can hold the four in the East until he gets there. On top of that, you have Tristan Thompson, Richard Jefferson, Jay Crowder from the trade with Boston. Huh. Sizich, also from the trade with Boston. The youngest one. He's a tall center. J.R. Smith, Jeff fucking Green, Kyle Culver, I'm pretty sure I said Richard Jefferson, and Jose fucking Calderon. Oh, but Jose Calderon's owned. Yeah, um, all these people can shoot threes. Uh, yeah. That is an all-star fucking roster. Are you fucking kidding me? Mr. LeBron, LeBron gets no help. Yeah, I don't want to hear Cleveland bitch and moan ever again when that shit happens. Let's compare it to the other teams that Mexi thinks are title contenders. Boston, for example, in the East. Kyrie Irving, Al Horford, Marcus Smart, Gordon Hayward, and Marcus Morris are basically the only ones who are good enough and can lead the team to success. Now, mind you, as I've always said, the Atlantic division in the East is the easiest division because the Nets are terrible, the Knicks are terrible, um, Sixers are terrible, Toronto is hit or miss. So basically, the Celtics are going to win that division and probably get the one seed. Now, yes, they are younger. I will give them that. But that's about it. Uh, I still will take the roster LeBron has over those players. But that's what we'll learn if Kyrie can drive a team to success. San Antonio, for example, another team in the West. But by, by the way, spoiler alert, all these other teams are in the West. Oh, and we like to argue that the West is not stronger than the East. Yeah, it's been that way for years, but nobody believes Mexi. And everybody 
this year during the offseason, huh, got traded to the West. Interesting. It's like everybody wants to come at Golden State. And I'm not a Golden State fan. I'm a Laker fan. But I respect talent. And Curry is enjoyable to watch. I'm not going to lie. Half the time, half the shit he pulls, I'm like, woo, are you kidding me? Yeah. He can take the last shot for me any day of the week. I don't care if he goes 0 for 50, 0 for 60. That Talk about the definition of clutch right there. He has Clutch Kobe's endorsement. You're welcome. Anyway, San Antonio. So, Tony, Tony Parker, Rudy Gay, kind of older. Danny Green, Patty Mills, Paul Gasol, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Kawhi Leonard. More than Boston, but not as much as Cleveland. Interesting. Oh, what is going on there? Um, the Timberwolves, Minnesota Timberwolves, actually look decent. I literally, when I did my research as to who I would consider playoff contenders and championship contenders, the Timberwolves, I was shocked to see their roster. Jamal Crawford, Jimmy Butler, Taj Gibson, Jeff Teague, Andre Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, and Aaron Brooks. That's a decent core of young talent. They could make the playoffs. Or actually, they could they could give. If I see Timberwolves against the Warriors in the finals of the West, I wouldn't be surprised. Along the same lines, I'm going to throw in the Pelicans. Because they got Anthony Davis and the Marcus Cousins. If those two could get their shit together, sure. Tony Allen, Raja Rondo, Omar Sheik, and Drew Holiday. Not as many, not as much firepower as the other ones, but still. They can make the playoffs. I would say Boston could probably beat them. I don't think they're going to beat the Warriors. Because see, the, what the Warriors also have on top of talent is they know how to succeed and how to sacrifice their own abilities for the betterment of the team. Something that Cousins and Anthony Davis have not worked out. They play the same position. They both play power forward. You have to move one to center. Sorry, but then you got Sheik in there. Same thing with um, Oklahoma. Carmelo and Paul George technically both small forwards. You want to put one at shooting guard. And Minnesota's got the same problem with Jimmy Butler and uh, Jamal Crawford and, you know, the other players. It's like three shooting guards there. Yeah, you don't have to work something out. Sorry. Speaking of Oklahoma, Russell Westbrook, Andre Robertson, Steve Adams, Carmelo, and Paul George. I, don't, I still don't... I still don't think they're going to be Houston. That's the problem. I mean, Houston. Sorry. Uh, the Warriors. Because here's the thing. Westbrook, even though he assists a lot, when push comes to shove and when the game's on the line, he likes to have the ball. Carmelo likes to take his shots too. I don't know how that's going to work. It's going to be time to gel, and that might be an issue. Now, Houston, Eric Gordon, Trevor Reza. James, James Harden, Nene, Chris Paul, Ryan Anderson, Clint Capella. Yeah. I would even say they would struggle to beat Minnesota in a playoff series. And I would just like to say, Chris, Chris Paul, don't you feel stupid? Mm. Look at that. You left the LA Clippers because you got tired of playing with... Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan 
And here you are going to Houston with James Harden, the best backcourt in the business, and then you actually thought that Carmelo was going to join you and create a big three in Houston. Oh, but he went to OKC. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, now you don't you just look stupid now. Yeah. Well, um, have fun in Houston because I don't think you can beat OKC in the best of seven. I don't think you can beat my, Minnesota in the best of seven or San Antonio. So you basically went from the Clippers to the Rockets and did and stayed in the same spot. You're not going to go past the second round of the playoffs. Huh. Reminds me of some other Jack Wagon who did the same thing when he couldn't play with Kobe and went to Houston to stay in the exact same spot and play with a younger version of Kobe at shooting guard. Huh. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Dwight. I'm a baby, cry baby, a uh, little baby back bitch, Howard. By the way, where is Howard now? Playing for the Hornets, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. You'll never win a title, not with that attitude. Kobe tried to teach you something, you learn. The only thing I could teach him, Kobe is how to take a pay cut. To win championships Aside from that I'm always learning from Kobe Now let's look at The defending champs Warriors Okay Their big four Is the strongest big four Cameron Durant Curry Clay Clay And Draymond They all took pay cuts Except Curry To keep Iguodala Livingston McGee And then You know And David West And Pachulia And then added Omri Caspi and Nick Young You know, a supporting cast But again, Nick Young and Caspi They're nowhere near the caliber of You know, a Derrick Rose A Richard Jefferson, even though he's older Nick Young's never been to the freaking dance Caspi's never been to the finals David West, I will give you that You know, maybe he's on par with Kyle Korver Or something like that but I'll still take Kyle Korver shooting a three. Pachulia. Again, Pachulia McGee are terrible players. Yet, because the Warriors know how to win and how to sacrifice and how to play with each other, they make those two look like superstars. I don't think, and I used to, I used to always say before the playoffs started last season that McGee is the worst excuse for a basketball player because I don't understand how somebody's that tall and has that big of a win, uh, win span and can't fucking do shit the right way. But yet, when he was with the Warriors, the fucker looked like a decent basketball player. I'm like, are you shitting me? And yeah, he was blocking, he was rebounding, he was scoring points, double-digit points. What? Again, Cleveland on paper has a roster of 15 if they do the right cuts that everybody is a decent former champion aka good supporting cast I can't say the same about the Golden State Warriors I'm sorry I would take Tristan Thompson Kevin Love Derek Rose Kyle Korver um, Richard Jefferson J.R. Smith over McGee Caspi Young Pachulia and West Shit Oh but Maxi uh, they, they didn't play well in the finals Yeah cause Golden State was on a fucking mission To destroy everybody Because of what happened last year when they choked Now mind you The players are talented But if a push comes to shove 
and they have to play in a best of seven, and they decide to suck it up. I mean, LeBron's not a puppet puppeteer, okay? He can't control everybody on the court. I'm strictly speaking from a talent point of view. I'm not saying that they're going to play their best the entire year. Hell, some of them might get injured. We don't know. Hell, that could happen on any team, not just the freaking Cavs. That could happen to the Warriors. People could get injured, and that could affect outcomes of playoff series. So I'm looking at all these potential contenders, and I'm still not seeing anybody that can beat the Warriors um, in the West, pound for pound, and the way they play, structure-wise and good coaching. Yeah, they're going to come out of the West. Cleveland, with all these uh, additions and giving LeBron as much help as always, um, yeah, I mean, aside from Boston, I really don't see anybody coming out ahead of them in the in the East. Therefore, I'm looking at a Cavs versus Warriors Part Four, where. I still don't see if the Warriors don't suffer any injuries. I don't think the Cavs can hang. I mean, if the Warriors play to their full potential, I mean, LeBron, we clearly saw in the last finals, LeBron can't even fucking guard Durant. And Durant's younger. So age might prove a factor in that case. But again, if anybody could beat them, it is the stacked Cavs. So I never want to hear it from Cleveland and anybody who licks LeBron's nuts that he never gets help. Okay? The whole, the overall winner in all this is D-Wade. D-Wade is a genius. D-Wade has the same amount of titles as LeBron and literally could be credited with giving LeBron his titles. Because let's just say Cleveland wins another one. D-Wade has four. LeBron has four. And they couldn't beat the Warriors before D-Wade got there. D-Wade gets there. They win again. He's a genius. He's the one that convinced Bosh and LeBron to join him in Miami. It was his team until they decided, you know what? Now, if I was Wade, I would have stayed in Miami. Because Miami with D-Wade, they actually got a good squad going on. That was another place he, you know was contemplating but because he's used to playing with LeBron and he's not stupid I'm guessing he's not stupid he's like, he's like a younger version of Kobe he's not stupid hey LeBron creates opportunities yeah I'm older yeah and that's the thing everybody thinks that oh but well, D. Rose is more injury prone so is D. Wade these fuckers are all taking pay cuts to join LeBron for at least one year to try and see if they can get a ring because LeBron Creates double teams, wide open looks. I will give you that. Yes. And he always passes the ball until driving to finish himself or taking the clutch shot. Mind you, he's slightly improved in that aspect, as I've mentioned before. But yeah, they're not stupid. They're less likely to get injured with LeBron on the team than if they weren't with LeBron. But yeah, um, that team is stacked. I never, ever, 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 ever want to hear how LeBron is the GOAT because that fucker gets more help than Michael Jordan ever did as I've proved before in in the episode where I broke down basically 
the rosters per NBA championship of the Cavs and Miami Heat with LeBron and the Bulls with MJ. Hell, if you want me to, I'll go and dig up the stats on Kobe's teams when he won titles. And even then, they didn't have as much talent and championship caliber as the Cavs currently do going into NBA training camp. LeBron drove Kyrie away. Do you imagine if Kyrie would have stayed and Isaiah would have still been with Boston? As Boston would have been fucked because Boston won't have a point guard until January. Uh, Kyrie, yeah, he would have had two decent backups. Derrick Rose and Calderon. Shit, you can move Kyrie to shooting guard if need be and put Derrick Rose at the point. If J.R. Smith and Shumpert are sucking it up. But yeah. Um, championship caliber roster people. You've got to be shitting me. So. I to say it's going to make the NBA season a little bit predictable again. Oh well. People take pay. I've been advertising people taking pay cuts to join teammates. To create super teams for ages ago. If Kobe would have taken a pay cut, LeBron, Carmelo, Dwight Howard will all probably still be in LA. Or not. These fuckers make so many millions that I would be like, pay me a hundred thousand a year. It's easy for you to say, Maxi, because you you don't spend as much as they do. You don't have giant houses. I don't need a fucking giant house. I don't need a giant ass car. I don't need ten cars. Okay, I don't need a fucking agent. I know how to do math. I mean, Jesus Christ, people, you've got to be shitting me. Oh, just I'm tired of hearing about fucking LeBron. That's all the podcast was going to be for. To rant about how LeBron gets all the help of the world and drives teammates away and is a total douche and I'm the only one that supposedly sees it. Oh, wait, no. Now that's Kyrie. Yeah. That's how we roll. That's how we do things up in this biz. Okay? Now, if you'll excuse me, that is all I have to rant about on this podcast. As always, we're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes, Mexi Mind Matters. We're on Snapchat, Supermex, YouTube, Supermex. Hit me up on Facebook, um, Alex Akeda Mexican on Twitter at SuperAssholeMex. If you agree or don't agree, let me know. But as always, I will let you know if you start. If I see more people talking shit about about how LeBron's, you know, the greatest and sucking his nuts. I will copy paste the link to these these podcasts so you can know your role and shut your mouth, okay? So I will find a way because guess what? Where there's a Mexican, there is always a fucking way. Well, that's it, folks. Catch you guys next time.